You're listening to A World of Empowerment Service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are very welcome. I am Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose. And today we are in delight because we have lovely Penny Kelly with us. And we haven't spoken to Penny in such a long, long time. And not only that, but we have actually had demand to have Penny Kelly back. And Penny, of course, has got very famous since we spoke to her last. And we're going to be asking her all about that fame and what's been going on the last couple of years, because there has been so much. And I know it's going to be very difficult to condense it all down. But say something, Angela, yeah. because I know you're thrilled to see her. Too. I'm I'm ready to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not I, waste a we moment. Haven't, we haven't talked to Penny in years. In fact, we haven't done many interviews at all over the past few years. Yeah, we've been keeping a, a low profile too, actually. Yes, and we have. Part of that is because we didn't want to stick our head above the parapet. And uh, tell us about your experience, Penny. Okay. Um, so we've talked about the robes before these little men in brown robes came to, uh, visit me over a three year period, age 79, 80, 81, 79, 80, 81, a little bit into 82. Um, and they had shown me what I kept saying, we're showing you these pictures so you can get ready, um, because we're here to ask you to renew your agreement. And I'm like, now, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. What did I agree to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they kept coming back to that and back to that. Um, and then they'd show me more pictures. And it just looked like the world was falling apart. And finally, one day, um, they said, we would like to show you um, your work. And I was struggling so badly with Kundalini at that point. I was like, don't, don't tell me anything else I can't handle anymore. But they started into this whole thing and came down to um, this one sentence. You're here to teach the world about the mind business. And, and that was like, what? Um, what? <laughs> so, um, so at that point, um, in some of the conversation, we were getting to the end of their visits. And they said, we want to ask you to renew your agreement to do this. This is a critical piece. And there's a team of you that's here. Um, and I, I was really hesitant. I really didn't think I could do what they were asking me to do or even begin to think about doing what they were showing me. And that whole thing uh, ended up where I finally said something along the lines of, I'll do what I can. Okay. Right. I'll just do what I can. Okay. And uh didn't know how, didn't have a plan, didn't mm. didn't believe. And meantime, just so our, our listeners will know, you're running a farm, you're running a vineyard at the time, you're running a B and B, like you were doing domestic type things. So yeah. what they were asking you to do seemed to be like something outside of all of that. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I that was something that was like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, who's going to listen to me? That kind of thing. Um, that then, at, toward the end of their visits, they also emphasized a number of times, uh, don't start now. Wait. 
keep your head down, stay mm-hmm. below the radar. Mm-hmm. If you stand up and open your mouth, you're going to put your foot in it, number one. Yeah. And I probably would have. And get and your head shot off. You're also going to get taken out. You'll get taken out in a hot second. And so I, they, I, when they said that, I remembered being trained before I came here to do this work and that, and my, my teachers, my trainers, um, in another civilization saying exactly this, your timing has to be perfect. Mm. You're, you can't stand up too soon. You can't say anything too soon, or you will be disposed of. Um, you have to wait until the crisis is upon you. And only then are people really willing to listen. And then that whole lesson was reinforced when my father got cancer and I had tried for 10, 15 years to get him to change his diet, stop smoking, all of that. And he was not interested. But when he got cancer, he came around and said, hey, um, could you help me? Could you, you know, what did you tell me about this and about that? And, yeah. and so what I noted was it wasn't until the crisis was in his face right. that he was willing to even begin asking questions. Mm. So then come, you know, 2016, Donald Trump gets elected. And I thought, okay, it's, it's getting really close now. And, and they had <laughs> said to me, take good care of yourself because you're going to be older when you before that your real work begins Mm. and i thought since i was like 31 32 at the time i thought oh wow i'm going to be 50 before we start (laughs) oh man that's really old (laughs) (laughs) yeah so 50 came and went 60 came and went 70 came and went and i was like okay now but it actually started in 20 uh, 18, I think it was when Regina Meredith and Jason Four both asked for um, interviews, and all of a sudden, you know, I was out, out in the open. Right. And yeah. I was very, very concerned. It was like now, it should not say anything now. Um, and I have been writing books, but mm-hmm. those were quiet, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then. Um, and then on the night of, I think it was October 2018, um, one of my people showed up right in my bedroom and said, okay, now it's time to get active, start, get going right. now, yeah. go, 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 go. Yeah. And so and, I was like, okay, um, and- I'm trusting you guys. And they said, you want the, the people that are trying to control things to be too busy to fiddle around with a beginner you right. will be considered a beginner yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're no uh, beginner because you've been at this for years i mean you've been working with dr <laughs> levin good right. you've been at the forefront of consciousness really for for years yeah. but you're yeah. keeping a low profile four years now. <laughs> yes yes so yeah. so penny what do you what do you surmise was the actual time i mean what was the clicker the fact that the powers that be were stepping up their control agenda or what was it where you all of a sudden got an okay, now's all right? You know what? I think it was um, the powers that be uh, were. Or the powers that were. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Very good. There were two factions. Those two factions were busy fighting one another. One was the Bush Nazi Rockefeller Clinton group. That was faction one. And the second group was the global warming group. That was faction two. And that those two had us successfully bamboozled into thinking it was a Democrat versus Republican thing, socialism versus capitalism kind of thing. And, uh, and along comes Trump. And Trump was like, he was faction number three. And he was against both of the other two. And that created enough distraction for them that they were not really able to closely pay attention. So I think Trump was that person. And, and that was the signal. Okay, go. Right. Yeah. Like a decoy. I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate yeah. being called that. But however. <laughs> no, he's the right. light of the world. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's true. He was such a polarizer um, that it was, you know, you either loved him or hated him. Yeah. And people immediately got caught up in that whole thing. And so the, you know, so here we are. Yeah. So, so yeah. Go ahead and get us. So yeah. So let's talk about here where we are. You know, yeah. can we go backwards? Can we start with what's really going on with Ukraine and go backwards with the world in general? Yeah, we can. Um, that's really an important situation. So actually, I just was figuring this out last night. Hang on. Let me share my notes with you. <laughs> so the whole thing, the whole thing with Ukraine, I'm watching and I'm thinking, for some reason, this doesn't feel real. It doesn't, it feels like it's fake. It had the same impression on me when I watched China uh, locking people in their apartments and bolting the door shut. <laughs> um, it's like, okay, that, who does that? That's for show. Why are they doing that? Mm -hmm. It just didn't seem real. And then, of course, we copied that. Um, and so that whole thing, I don't want to get us in trouble here. <laughs> so I'm going to watch my language. But um, there, there was a statistic that came out. I think uh, the Ukraine thing started on February 24th. It was a Thursday. And nothing happened for almost a week except right. a bunch of stories. Mm -hmm. And um, and my, I'm watching and I'm looking at Putin and I have been watching this whole thing, this cat and mouse game going on for actually for almost a year, maybe more than a year, in which the NATO people kept moving men and missiles closer to the border with Ukraine. And Putin's getting upset and he's saying, don't put them there. I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do something. I'm, and so they just kept moving them closer. And and what I was seeing was that is the same kind of suckering that they did to Hitler and to Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna attack? Oh, really? Oh, that's too bad. Mm. No, mm. no. Don't you dare. Mm. If you do that, we're gonna do that. I mean, they mm. just kept mm. inching Putin closer mm. to the point where he couldn't back out yeah and so then he invades and then you know we get all these reports of oh, all this fighting mm. and then i see this video of somebody walking down the street in um in kiev 
and it's a beautiful day and the sun is shining and the street is quiet and there's no fighting and there's yeah. no drama and there's not even any yeah. smoke on the horizon yeah. and i'm like where's yeah. the war yeah isn't it supposed to be in kiev aren't they fighting over kiev mm -hmm. um and so that was one thing and then there was this whole thing about why are they still buying oil mm -hmm. from russia what's the deal that germany is mm -hmm. going to go ahead and why mm -hmm. and then there was another piece was like okay um why why are we i think it was a piece by john rapaport he said there's no videos coming out of ukraine showing any fighting this is a fake war and yeah. i was like so i'm not the only one yeah. seeing that yeah, yeah. and then there was another piece where i saw somebody um trying to give a report of 57 body bags behind him <laughs> one of the body bags the wind was blowing and one of the body bags blew open and the guy inside pulls it back over and i'm like oh. uh, yeah yeah oh my god and, and, and we've seen those okay. pictures of the of the cardboard kalashnikovs and the the, the the glamour girls who supposedly ukrainian women fighting for freedom you know and there's they're they're but here, what I'm hearing from you, Penny, is you, you keep asking questions. Why, 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 why? And I yeah. love that because few enough of us are able, are willing to ask those questions. And, you know, yeah. it's the asking of those questions is crucial because already, in my mind, you've uncovered a sequence of events that are very easily forgotten. Because I remember NATO doing that push a couple of years ago. And then, yeah. you know, you don't hear much about it and it goes quiet and... Yeah, sneaky move, you know, and I'll tell you how why I know about that kind of thing and the the actions that they take is because I spent a lot of time abroad. I lived in Libya before all this uh, Colonel Gaddafi stuff went on and I could see the falseness and the fake news around the whole thing. And I was there when Anwar Sadat was shot in Egypt. I could see all the, the hype and the ignorance around all of that too and yeah. the fake news that were put out there. And coming from Holy Catholic Ireland too, all the stories about Catholic and Protestant conflict was not about Catholic Protestant at all. You know, that was the news that was put out abroad and it sounded yeah. great and it sounded sensational. And like the, the actual facts underneath was not what was in the media. That's right. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. You know, I see all this stuff happening and and then I hear that Putin is bogged down 30 miles north of Kiev and isn't going anywhere. And I think it was the next day or a couple of days later, I hear he's still bogged down and we have 10,000 casualties. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it reminded me of... Yeah. My in, initial reaction was, oh, that sounds like a, um, um, a C19 number. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, how in the world do they have, how can they claim that number of yeah. casualties when there hasn't really been much fighting at all? Yeah. And then, it, then all of a sudden, about 10 days in, maybe a week, um, the entire globalist fascist uh, consortium just comes down on russia with a, a lead hammer mm -hmm. and they germany reversed course mm -hmm. um they started they cut off russia's news we're getting no news from russia mm -hmm. about russia only propaganda yeah um the whole you know the whole thing with the 
um, the situation there. Let's see, what else did I have here? Oh, um, oh, the SWIFT, they cut off Russia from the SWIFT system. That's mm -hmm. the interbank exchange mm -hmm. system right. with the Bank of International Settlement. Mm -hmm. right. um, and so Russia can't move any money anywhere. And all of the insurance companies said, no, we're not going to insure mm -hmm. companies that are dealing with Russia mm -hmm. or countries dealing with Russia. And it was like, okay, from my point of view, this whole thing, this whole war thing is the second big move by the Kabbalists, the globalists, to... Um, create the Great Reset. The first one was the C-19 medical crisis. The second one is the Ukraine crisis. The third thing I think is going to be the cyber attack crisis on the banks and everybody's going to lose their money. Right. And then they're going to come back and say, oh, we have these central bank digital currencies that we will put all your money in this digital currency and um and you can have it all back again right yeah and they're going to try and get around yeah. the freestanding independent non-hackable cryptocurrencies right um and a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money and um and just yesterday so just yesterday we heard uh, i think it was google paid the second highest price they bought a, a cyber security company i mean for yep. billions billions of dollars now yep. they obviously know something that we don't or they're not telling us yeah yeah yes yeah. they do yeah yeah, yeah it's coming so it's bef coming. before we go so see that whole um ukraine thing as the second sta stage yes. in a you know great reset in which um they're trying to really capture us yeah and before we go back in time again like angel rose wanted to do do, uh -huh. can, can we go up a level like from a let's say a spiritual point of view what yeah. what's actually happening from like a consciousness perspective with all what's happening on the ground okay well <laughs> i'm working my butt off in that department yeah <laughs> so um in terms of consciousness what i'm seeing and when i started you know 40 years ago it's like what Ever makes them think that we're going to be able to change the consciousness on this planet. This is absolutely but you know, okay, I'll keep going. Um, <laughs> so there was a lot of doubt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now what I'm seeing is that people are very neatly dividing themselves in terms of those who's who are interested in who's messing with my consciousness and those who insist that you know everything's fine. The people that have committed to maintaining the old world are the people that are going to go down. The people that have committed to the new world are going to lead the way. And then there's a whole bunch of people in the middle who are sort of in transition. Mm -hmm. and, and they're scared and they're afraid. But they're, once you start on that journey into the, your own consciousness... There is no other thing that is as fascinating or as rewarding. Right. And so it's, it's its own reward. And, and you step into your own understanding. You begin to see. And at first, a lot of people really need to talk with a lot of other people, you know, 
what's happening here? Well, how do you see this? Well, oh, I didn't think of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And then they start to put it together for themselves. Yes. The whole consciousness thing. Um, and let me, let me change the subject or just take it in a direction mm -hmm. that I've been, that follows some of the research I've been doing for the last six months. Um, I got to a point where um, I'm trying to assess, uh, okay, are we getting anywhere? How do we know? Mm -hmm. yeah. what, what's, the, what's the criteria? Mm -hmm. And so I started, I don't know how to, I, I started investigating, investigating other dimensional reality systems, um, third dimensional, fourth and fifth dimensional, and even sixth. And I hear a lot of talk about, oh, we're going to ascend into the something or other dimension. And I would think, no, we're not going anywhere yet. We are three-dimensional people. Um, and I know from my own training and background and research that one of the big goals for this civilization on planet Earth is to make a step in consciousness in which we retain all of our physical selves, our physicality, because a lot of people, um, in, enlightenment means becoming a body of light. They, they move into a light body right. and give up the physicality. But for us, there's a, just a whole bunch of background to this, but for us, the goal is hang on to that physical self and develop that consciousness and put those two together mm -hmm. to become these extraordinary beings of light and power and wisdom and grace. Right. And, and can, can I just ask you... And help other smaller beginner physical systems let get, me get a leg up. Pop in a quick question there. Do you think that injection is something, is somehow diminishing yeah, the ability of the body to be able to make that leap. Yeah, it does. Right, 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 right. It does. And I'm really sad to say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's just a whole bunch of reasons why that happened. But mm -hmm. there are um, a bunch of people, probably at least 30%, maybe 40%, who said no. Yeah. Um, and so we have some hope, but you know what i know about dna is that people fall in love and they aren't thinking about dna right. <laughs> at all and so we get these mixtures yeah and yeah. so yeah. um so anyway to go back to my thing about researching different dimensions mm -hmm. there's just one big criteria that i have come to conclude characterizes a three-dimensional reality versus a fourth dimensional versus a fifth dimensional um, civilization and with a three-dimensional people are amassing materials putting materials of all sorts together um, metals fluids um, you know organic material whatever trying to make machinery and build stuff and etc mm -hmm. they aren't thinking about the the conception point of that Thing, whatever it is they're making, what energies, subtle energies, were in play at the moment that they started that process or initiated it. They aren't thinking about the energies at all 
um, and, and they're just concerned with the material thing, the 100%. Fourth dimensional people, 100% of their consciousness is focused on what are the interacting energies and how much of those interacting energies are destructive interference and how much are constructive interference. And I have to say, just knowing from my own background, um, that that focus on what energies are in play at the moment something begins. Uh, that's critical, absolutely critical. Because if you get a whole bunch of uh, destructive energies down the pike, down the river, down the road, um, the thing that you tried to build is going to keep falling apart. It isn't going to work at its um, in its prime, you know, possibilities or potential. Yeah. Um, and so. So the fourth dimensional civilizations are 100% interested in every single thing from pens to, you know, glasses of water to tools that we use. Um, are those energies in those things nurturing life energy or are they destroying it? Do they take or do they give? Mm. And so then fifth dimensional um, reality systems are still uh, almost 100% physical, mainly physical, and maintain that physicality very, very deliberately. And, and they have figured out how to get everything they have, their houses, their energy systems, their transport, their medicine, their food, their clothing, everything nurtures the ongoing longevity and, um, and regeneration of the energies that we are. And so they live way longer, hundreds of years, thousands in, in some cases, because they're paying attention to the energies that are that they allow in and that they work with. And that's critical, that's a critical difference. And then six dimensional people, I haven't found any six dimensionals that are still physical. They're mostly light. Um, and so that's it, that whole thing, I think, is. Um, I forget what your question was now, Angel. Um, but Roseanne, not me. <laughs> well, Angel, Angel Rose has had a very interesting experience a couple of years ago. And we haven't spoken to you since she had this experience in 2019, oh. where she, she went through, and you, you tell the story, but she went through a dark night of the soul. Well, we oh, were yeah. driving home from California to Oregon. Uh huh. And I looked out the window and all of a sudden everything just became black and white. I mean, it was just so not real. It was just such an illusion that I felt like I was shown that there was just no meaning to anything I was looking at. Okay. Oh, wow. Cars were going by, people were going by, and all of it looked like this big movie. Yeah. So I got home. And I'd look out the window, and the tree in the backyard was dissolving into pixels of color and then coming back together. And then I went into this, now what, kind of a place, because I didn't know nothing had any meaning to me anymore. Like, all the belief systems I had believed in were now suddenly dissolved and gone. And I didn't, my identity was just not non-existent. And this went on for a while. And after two weeks, I finally heard Source say, Pick which dimension you want to live in because the earth is splitting. Mm. 
And I felt oh, like, wow. I felt like it began then. It was, it was kind of like, this is it now. We're in the great cleanse. Whatever you decide now is where you're going to end up. And um, yep. choose the choose the eternal life paradigm as opposed to the death paradigm we've all been living in, you know? Yes. And it was like that. There was nothing in between. That was it. It's either this or this. And whatever you choose is where you're going to find yourself. So, of course, wow. I chose the eternal love paradigm in my mind, of course, right? And then I start having all these memories, Penny. I mean, memories of things that I didn't even know I remembered. Things with dad that were fun. Every death I've gone through in, in minutest detail. And just scratching my head like, why am I remembering all these things, you know? And Source said, well, anything that's not love has to come out of your cells. It's all in your cells. You can't, you can't have it there anymore. So that's, that's been the true. process. And like you, I have not been able to come out in any kind of a way. I've just went into total isolation and I wasn't interested in teaching or doing anything. I was yep. still doing readings, but um, I had no direction. I didn't know what to do with anything. <laughs> and it's only been recently that, you know, they've asked me to make up a program for those in-between people that you're talking about yes. where, you know, every month we can do a session, something to bring more awareness to them, help them get closer to their inner selves. I mean, it's been all about the inner self, you know? Yes. Stop looking out there. It's all about the inner self now. You can't, oh my God. can't project outside. So that's what I've just started to do again. And, um, and my health hasn't been the best. You know, my kidneys are weakening. I don't know what to do about it and blah, blah, blah. You know, I've been struggling physically myself. Um, went through two years of dizzying spells. I mean, just horrible dizziness. Um, so here we are today. We're back. We're back. And, uh, I'm just going with like you with what source is saying, you know, and sometimes I do wonder, have I been, they've been trying to take me out. I'm just so exhausted. I feel like I'm, I've been thwarted with everything. Um, you know, we've been hit financially really bad and that's a big story for us continually, you know, um, but sometimes I do think, you know, I mean, I was kind of singled out when I was in New Mexico by some beings with no faces, you know, telling me they were going to watch me ever more closely now because I happened to see a a military base on an overtone above the earth that I saw a little bush go into and talk to aliens, you know. Uh, and, and even though I didn't think there was really anything in that info that would have been horribly devastating, you know, they basically right. threatened me. And, yeah, but you witnessed um, it. You saw it. I saw it, and, and ironically, Little Bush went to Roswell after that, two weeks after I saw that. And Prince Charles came, didn't he? And Prince Charles came, and somebody cut a mm -hmm. cut the ribbon for a big new observatory in uh, Socorro, New Mexico, Holy at the cow. time. So, you know, it was all kind of quite weird, but um, I got we got blasted with chemtrails. You know, my partner was sick at the time and ended up committing suicide a couple weeks later. So it was a... I mean, I'll tell you about that story. It was more involved in what I actually saw, but it was just yeah. kind of, we were just driving, we were just driving to Carlsbad Caverns and we went through this town called Portalis. Interesting, you know? Portal. Yeah. Portal. And all of a sudden this download of info was like, holy shit, you know? I mean, really, it's like, what, what is this? You know, a full military base on an overtone above the earth talking about the alien problem and sitting down with these tall aliens with blonde hair and looking at maps on these tables with the presidents and 
on and on it went, you know? So, yep. so anyway, but this is coming up full circle. This is why I'm kind of running away. Let me interrupt yeah. you just a minute. That experience of looking out at the world and it just all becomes black and white and has no meaning and it doesn't look real. I've had that. And that has occurred two or three times, followed by a period, usually of about a year, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, of just not feeling like I belong here, like this is the wrong place, yeah. like I'm lost in a cardboard world or a world yes. of cardboard props. Yes. That everything looked like it was two-dimensional. Yeah. Like yep. there was no depth and no life to it. Mm -hmm. And that is, I have had a couple of students who have had that same experience. So that's seeing through the third dimension and realizing this ain't all there is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I know we ended up, we, we ended up doing a huge clean out. We gave away two housefuls of furniture. Oh, I mean, yeah. we just, we just, got rid of most of our possessions at that stage too yeah, yeah. and um and i and i go through this deep lonely i go through these periods i tell Lahano, i wake up and it's like i'm so deeply lonely you know yeah <laughs> what yeah. am i lonely for i thought it was not, nothing here you know yeah that's right you come here to work or well it's kind of I think of it like doing a hitch in the army or the navy or yeah. the whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're doing your your thing, what you do, um, and hopefully, you know, when you're done, go back home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. So, yeah. so, so when we when you were talking about the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth dimensions, right? Yeah. Can you correlate that to events that are going on? You know, we talked about Russia, Ukraine, and the c19 yeah. thing and like is there is there like looking back can you see uh, the steps that are being taken do you understand what my question um it, the steps taken in terms of what i mean this this opening <laughs> of the potential of other dimensions um yeah it's they're hard to see they're few and far between they're not well defined or well connected but um, for instance, the, um, the whole situation involving, like what I just said, like this whole um, great reset thing, mm -hmm. um, that's very clear. It's like, okay, those guys are moving in that direction. Right. But people keep popping up uh, in terms of consciousness. Alternative media keeps expanding. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I've tried to change the language uh, that people use because a lot of stuff is really new agey and it's just an extension of religious stuff yeah. that doesn't have a whole lot of, there's no meat on those religious bones. It's yeah. just all fluff and yeah. you just believe, just believe. Yeah. And no action is required. Well, now uh, what I'm seeing after seeing that um, people are waking up, people are listening to alternative media, people are starting to use a slightly different language. Now, and I've been harping at people for three years, look, it's about action. You are a three-dimensional physical being. Ain't nothing happening if you're not taking action. Physical action, what are you doing? Um, start with yourself, heal yourself, and then you know, clean out your house, get rid of your junk, and then build the kind of structures 
um, and and get the kind of things that you need to be totally self-sufficient. And um, and I see people starting to talk now really seriously. How do we find land? How do we find others that want to live in harmony with Mother Nature? How do we gather the stuff? What do we need? People write, what kind of seeds do I need? And I'm like, seeds. Do you have any land first? Mm-hmm. Do you have any place? And so there's, you know, there's steps that we have to go through. Um, I think we're going to have a civil war, a global civil war. And I'm not the only one saying that. Martin Armstrong is the one who's coined that term. But I have been seeing that for like five years and a lot of people, oh, no, we're going to be just fine. We are spiritual people. We don't have to go through that. And I'm like, oh, yes, we do. We have to. And here's the thing with other dimensions. They want to see proof of our commitment to a a more loving, to a a less harmful, a more uh, conscious lifestyle. And talk isn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. They want to see us make the change. They want to see us Mm -hmm. repel the kind Mm -hmm. of forces coming at us. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do have, we do have big help that is uh, working they are um you know they are making a difference in terms of the uh consciousness and helping people and um if they see you trying to do something they can help but they can't institute something if you're not trying to make it happen yeah they can't That's like take prerogative away it's like the the choice that Engel rose was talking about it's time to choose between the death paradigm and the eternal love paradigm. But when, just for clarity, Penny, when you say they, can you just clarify what you mean by they? Uh, they in terms of the powers that be, or they in terms of the others from other The good guys. They in terms of the, the downstepping of spiritual information that you're talking about. Okay, so they are a consortium of people from other civilizations. Some are Syrian, some are Pleiadian, some are Arcturian, some are um, from, oh my God, they're from all over the place. Mm-hmm. And the, the, um, the, what would I call it? The agreement, the plan has been to counter the takeover of the planet. There was a takeover that was in progress and I didn't, I honestly didn't think we were going to be able to overcome that. And then last June, I think it was a year, almost a year ago now, I got a message from my people that said they have left, they've given up. Now the fight is going to be between and among you guys. Right. Who's, who's left. And, and I was like, okay um uh oh wow so then i wasn't sure that that was a true message and i sort of you know sat on that for a Mm. couple of months and then i don't know if it was august or september i got another message that said uh they're gone then check the internet and i thought for what well they're not going to announce it on the internet but i decided okay i'll go looking and lo and behold I open up my Outlook 
and there is a message from somebody that I hadn't talked to for 10 years. Um, and she's involved with off-planet people and she's involved with Michael Sala. And she sends me this thing and she said, you need to know this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm a, like, is this the internet you told me to check out? <laughs> so I go to Michael Sala's um, website and there he's got a report um, and it's Elena Danan saying um, that there were reports coming out of Antarctica that the ETs who were planning the whole takeover had given up. And what I knew already from the previous June was, oh, wow, okay, I, that message must, that corroborates the message I got in June. And it also um, made it clear that um, what I had been taught before I came here was when the bad guys give up, of course, they always, they build this honeycomb of corporate structures that are in place to control everything. The guys up at the top are pulling the strings um, and all the corporate CEOs are the puppets and the, the uh, you know, people running countries are other puppets, governance puppets, corporate puppets, mm -hmm. and financial puppets. And they then decide, typically, we're going to finish this ourselves because we're going to have the control. Mm -hmm. And they just, they don't have the mindset, they yeah. don't have the consciousness, they don't have the insight, and they screw it up. Yeah. And they collapse. Yeah. And I, I think we're right at the edge of that mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting that you should say about them leaving because Angie Rose and I were in Ireland, I think it was around about 2017, I think. They're thereabouts yeah. anyway. And we were on the, on the west of Ireland at a, a sacred site over there. And we went to the top of this uh, small mountain where there was a burial chamber and all of that, you know, those, those ancient sites. And yeah. Angie Rose looked up in the sky and she could see all these old warriors like from from mythology uh leaving do you remember that occasion well we went up there because that was queen Maeve, supposedly queen Maeve's burial carn oh wow. and i'm like she's not here anymore you know <laughs> it's like we went back after a few years and i yeah. said where did she go and i realized the wheels were been wheels in the sky yeah. and they were the old folks were leaving and the old folks back in ireland were of course had a habit of warring and putting spells on each other and cursing and all of that, you know? Yeah, so all those So it was like, they, it's time were... for them to go, you know? Yeah. So they I, they were all leaving. Um, I haven't seen that with the ETs, like you say, but I've heard of it, mm -hmm. okay? And Source told me in 2012 that the time of evil was over and that it would take some years, you know? Yeah. So it's like, well, yeah, I think we're right at the edge of that right now. But, you know, I still feel we're a little precarious, you know? We um, are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, don't give up now. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So in in wow. looking at the looking at the big picture, too, Penny, you know, trying to keep that perspective yeah. on things. Uh, yeah. When you say don't give up now, like it's yeah. very hard for people to to remain positive with all that's going on. And, you know, Angie Rose even mentioned about um, depression and despair almost sometimes, you know. And we've had various people who have come to us who are very close to suicide. And thankfully, we were able to help them. But there's a lot yeah. of that going on, you know. So, yeah. like, 
do you think that there is spiritual help for people who are on the edge you know about to give up you know i do right. i do if, if you knew the number of of others i call et's ops other people um so if you knew the number of other people that are engaged here that are that's a, their full-time work is just watching over what's happening here um that you would say there's no way we can lose but we can lose if we don't do the work yeah they're here to support and help if you have somebody that is suicidal or that is just caught in depression mm. um I, there's no magic key but it does help mm. to say look there's a whole new world coming yeah. don't be fighting the change you're fighting something that needs to happen we can't have a new world with all that old crap right this world we have is the result of a consciousness that we hold and so just work on changing your consciousness and we'll get to that new world and it'll be quiet and peaceful and beautiful and i've been to that new world well a said. number of times now it's stunning well said well so i have a question because i don't even know how to say it like june in june everything's going to be hunky-dory and you know and, and when i check i never see it happening that quickly um but i have a question about that whole belief because my daughter's into it too and um, the truth yeah. about that whole whole thing with that. And also, yeah. what about investing in silver? And is that something we need to even care about or what? What would you say about that? Um, yeah. Uh, so about Trump, I don't, um, I mean, I wrote a whole book about Trump and that he was conducting this thing. And he was, still is. Yeah. But he's not much different I mean, he's doing that to beat out the other two factions. So people need something to believe in. They need something to hang on to. Mm -hmm. And there isn't anything in the new world that we can say, here, hang on to this, because people can't see it. Right. It doesn't exist yet. Yeah. So you have to let them have their, their totem. Mm -hmm. okay. Totem for mm -hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. In terms of the... Um, what was the other part that Trump was part of it? What's the other part of the question you asked? Well, I asked about silver. No, there's all this stuff about silver, investing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Get some silver if you, um, if you want to be secure. Silver, gold, any of those cryptocurrencies. Mm, uh, those are really gonna be uh, the the money of the future. But for right now, mm -hmm. if you haven't gotten into cryptos earlier, it's kind of hard to get in as a long learning curve. Yeah. But there's going to be a, a fight between the people who are trying to um, produce their own cryptocurrencies so that they have total control over you because cryptocurrencies as, as produced by central banks are going to be cryptos that if you don't behave they'll shut off mm. your money mm. or if they say no you already bought 10 boxes of cigarettes this month you can't have any more mm. they'll shut off they won't allow that purchase to go through or 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 there and that's already happening in some places mm. so it's only the cryptos that are decentralized and that are on the blockchain mm. that are really 
you know, more secure. Right. And only, only if you put them in a hard wallet. All that terminology, people, their right. eyes cross. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's true. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. um, and so we had to go through this cryptocurrency period. But in the meantime, silver and gold, um, food, um, even alcohol, <laughs> all of those serve as other forms of money. Mm. And so I've said to people, you know, plant some seeds, get, you know, get a pot and put it on your porch and grow some lettuce or grow a tomato plant or some, yeah. grow some potatoes. Mm -hmm. Potatoes grow very well in a pot. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's we just need to start moving and living as if we're in that new world mm -hmm. and we're going to wake up one day and discover oh we're there right <laughs> we made it yes 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 and it's it's yeah. subtle too because it's like even if you think of this last two three five years it's like this all came upon us without our awareness almost do you know what i mean yeah. like it's, nope. it sneaks up on you is what I'm saying. It does. Yeah. And it sneaked up on a lot of people and pulled the rug right up yeah. from under them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, you know about the Ringing Cedars books, I'm sure. Yeah, Anastasia. I do. I love okay. Well, there's a whole movement, you know, in terms of building, yeah. you know, communities based on Paralandra's teachings. Yeah. Yep. Do you have an opinion on those or no? Um, absolutely. I think that those are absolutely essential. If they don't fly the first round, so what? You yeah. learn a lot. Hmm. Here on the farm, we've had two or three communities that formed, lived together, worked together, didn't work out over a very long period of time, just a few years. Yeah. Um, this one was two two and a half, three years. Hmm. Second one was maybe two um, and uh, maybe three. And and what you learn is what works and what doesn't work. How do people have to live together? Yeah. And if you have all people, ask them, I mean, I have a whole list of things. These are things that you need to do and to know and to keep in mind and to work at if you're trying to have a community. Right. And, I've been asked by some people who have some very big investment money um, to kind of help not only select a location, but to um, bring in the kinds of rules that allow people to live and work together. And, you know, a couple of things I said right off the bat was, no, that isn't going to work. Everybody's got to have their own private space, their own private bathroom because um, it doesn't work otherwise and they have to have their own jobs there have to be transition periods you yeah. you try it for three months and then you evaluate the person honestly yeah. um, they don't want to work then they're out well what I hear you saying Penny is and I'm just keeping an eye on the time too because we're coming up on the, the top of the hour so I just wanted to I just wanted to try and maybe ask you this question by way of a conclusion what I hear you saying is and I remember Maharishi Mahesh Yogi saying the same thing. Keep keep one foot in the spirit world and one foot on the earth. In other words, live in, live in, live in both realities at the same time because you, each one needs and depends upon the other. But um, so what I hear you saying is, yes, be very practical. Get your seeds and your food and your monetary exchange value and your 
your your place that where you are secure and safe and all of that and people that's what i hear you saying right but at the same time yeah. know that there is some purpose unfolding and we're in it right yeah, there am is I, am i right yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you are. It, there is a purpose, and the purpose is to make a reality. This is what the robe said to me over and over. You are creating your future. What are you creating? What do you want? And I ask that to people, and they say, I don't know. And then they say, well, I know I don't want this, and I don't want And I'm like, okay, that's a start. Um, they know what they don't want. Um, they don't often know what they do want. But you, you start and um, there, there really needs to be a couple of spiritual guides in every community to help people make that shift in consciousness. It starts with changing what you're doing physically. That is a huge change. And then the spiritual understanding, insight, um, all that comes uh, and solidifies if you've got some good teachers, kind of like counselors, hmm. uh, on board every big ship, there's a whole array of counselors. Um, you know, people that work with those on board the ship, and some of those ships are huge, huge. Hmm. So hmm. almost as big as a planet. Um, hmm. So you've got a lot of people in, in those big ships, and you have to learn to live together. Um, people don't know how to handle sex. They don't know how to handle power. They don't know how to work with their own emotions. They don't understand the stages of development that humans go through. They don't mm -hmm. understand the nature of reality. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're starting from scratch here. Yeah, 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 yeah. super. Have you written books about this lately? I, not about this, but um, I have talked about it a little bit, a lot with my own group of people. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, are we going to live together? Or are we going to fight together? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't it an interesting thing about hum humans, how we, we, we have difficulty seeing the big picture. We're so immersed in our own little 3D world yeah. like it, within ourselves, the ego, in other words, that we can't see the necessity to be loving and caring and warm and uh, to each other and to support. I, I know. <laughs> I know. And you know what? That is a function of the frequencies that you hold. As soon as you get into higher frequency states, that love is its there almost automatically. That insight, that patience, that calmness, that all comes with that higher frequency. And we don't really have a whole lot of encouragement or um, training or even permission for those who know how to stay in that state. Yeah. You don't have to be willing to change people's lives by demonstrating something different with your own. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's true. All right. That's very true. Unfortunately, we have to leave it there, Penny. We have come to the top of the hour. And uh, well, now that we know how to get a hold of you, you have a secretary now. Now that you've put your head above the parapet. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm here. I try to make it easy to get a hold of me on my website. I think there's a spot where you can email and one of the one of my little team will answer almost immediately. They're amazing. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Um so there's a lot of 
I think a lot of teaching we're at over this next three years is mm-hmm. really, um, it's really critical. There's a lot of war type activity over the next, well, 2023, 24, 25, and 26. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you mentioned your website and for our listeners, can you call oh, it out yeah. so they can get in touch with you? Yeah, it's um, Consciousness on Fire, www.consciousnessonfire.com. Wow. Um, easy to remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can still get to me through pennykelly.com. Right. or penny. No. Penny, yeah. Pennykelly.com. I'm trying to think of the penny L. No, it's Penny Kelly. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, look, you've been super helpful to us today in terms of bringing clarity like you always do. And I hope that it will go out and bring similar clarity to those listeners and viewers. And wonderful to connect with you again. And it's great to see you in action. And and, and that while those other people are leaving, you're not leaving. You're staying here. No, I think this is a great place to build a new reality. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And yeah. you look wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And let me just add, I don't you guys leave because you're really critical people in no, the whole process. No, you're giving me some ideas. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm, very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's close right now. Stay okay. on the line though, Penny, please. And uh, okay. we'll just close off right now. So thanks to everybody. Okay. We yeah. really appreciate you yeah, listening you. in. Yeah, and thanks to you, Penny. It's been absolutely wonderful. And we, we will be in touch again. And it is our intention, like you, Penny, to do more of this because it's so important really to, to, yeah. to get the message out there now and to be unafraid of the time. The time is right. The time is now. It is. Yeah. We're in yeah. it. We're in it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very oh. good, Ariel. <laughs> right through the eyeballs. <laughs> thanks, yeah. you. and bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to our interview with Penny Kelly. After so many years, we totally enjoyed it. And there'll be more coming because there's a whole lot happening. Don't forget to click on the link below to listen to Reflections in Consciousness because that program goes right along with what we're talking about. Thank you very much. Bye.